Hey everyone, it's Dave and Jeff. It is April 20th, 420. 420. Been getting high all day. God. I, Are there two guys that take advantage of that less than you and me? Uh, No. <laughs> I can't even tell you, man. I really can't. I think when Mark Wolf was at my house yeah. and probably... Uh, 99, 1999. Yeah. That's probably the last time. Yeah. yeah. How long is that? 21 years? Yeah. yeah that's about right. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's legal now. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not one of those guys. I'll be honest with you. It doesn't affect me. I've tried it. Yeah. It, I just never feel anything. No, I never got anything from smoking, but Mark Wolf brought edibles. Oh, it destroyed me. Yeah. It crushed me. Um, <laughs> I but- did one on the show. Yeah. Without telling you I did it. Yeah, you were pretty jacked up that uh, night. It did. Yeah, that, you couldn't it put was a edible. together. No, I remember I couldn't do simple math. You were trying to figure yeah. out when we started. It was obviously 98 to 2018. Right. And I, you were telling me it's 20 years, and I'm telling you you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that couldn't have been easier. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of buddies that if it ever changes, uh, Griff could probably get me something I needed. But, yeah, for now I'm fine. Yeah. But if it changes, I got him on speed dial. We'll give him a call. <laughs> Goddamn, Dave, I'd tell you exactly when I needed it. I needed it at 1.30 this afternoon. At 1.30 this afternoon, because I'm, like a lot of us, are incredibly lucky and able to work from home. Yeah. And at 1.30 today, I said, you know, I'm just going to get out real quick, run down the street, grab some lunch, and come back. And so I put the radio on. Now, for me... At that time, I always go to the Stern Show. And the last couple of weeks, we've said it's been great, whether it was Andrew Cuomo, Paul McCartney, John Bon Jovi was great. Tom Brady had on. Tom Brady was great. A lot of uh, good guests. And for the 45 minutes that I'm out, it's it's a nice break from the day. While he's fucking back on vacation. God dang, man. (laughs) He was off for two and a half weeks while they tried to get this sorted out. And they came back, and now you're out again. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. So that forced me to go to local radio, which I haven't done for a long time. The first stop that I had was 1360 to check in on Darren. Yeah. Dude, he absolutely has nothing. <laughs> he had nothing. That <laughs> I was like, God dang, what happened to the guy, right? Yeah. And it's the same shit. And look, I like her fine. This is nothing against her. Marty sounds like she's had 19 cups of coffee and she just talks nonstop at volume 20, too high. And you're like, calm down. Shit. (laughs) And he literally said to her at one point, he just ran out of gas. He had nothing. At 1.20 in the afternoon, he was like, well, so... What do we do? Jesus. And then, thankfully, goddamn, he had Will Brinson on, who hasn't been on since yesterday. <laughs> How? I don't get this. Let me ask you a question. They take the same guests yeah. on that show and beat you over the fucking head. And nothing against Will Brinson. Right? Yeah. Probably a great guy. Nothing against Ian Fitzpatrick, who's probably a great guy. Holy fuck. Are those guys on the show on the quarter hour? That's it. They're, They're in the on promos. every day. They're in the promos now. Well, I, look, if you're trying to fill. And then tonight driving down, I put yeah. on Kogo and Darren and fucking Jack Cronin were mystified 
by the guy at Costco that comes down and wipes down the gas pump. They did 10 minutes. Wow. On the guy who comes out, you get gas at Costco, and he comes out with his gloves and his mask, and he wipes it down. Wow. <laughs> God dang. I go, this is shit. Two guys I like a lot. I'm like, this is the worst fucking radio I've ever heard. You were bad enough at 1.30 yeah. when you're trying to hype me for Will Brinson's 50th appearance of the month. Like, fucking, they act like Will Brinson's. Like, dude, who? they act like Will Brinson's Tom Brady. <laughs> That's who San gives Diego a right shit? Now. Does anybody give a shit? That is so funny. But then, dude, forget that. Yeah. Because Darren's good. He just was having an off day whatever what maybe and again Derek there's Jeter not a, struck out right yeah, yeah but there's not a lot to talk about right but here's the deal i would say he doesn't have a co-host but he does have a co-host marty's his co-host well he needs marty too, takes up time too much time so your name's on the show figure something out i mean here's the, the deal i didn't hear all of uh ben and woods today but i know they had greg maddox on that's a big get great get you know, they've had a lot of good guests yeah. recently. And so and they, they, I think they had Ed Orgeron last week oh, or yeah. so or two weeks ago. weeks ago. But again, those are good gets. But yeah, it's funny. I had this conversation with Josh because I was talking about you today and we're watching like NFL Network and Charles Davis is on. OK. And I go, that's Jeff's guy right ah, there. And no, I, he's I, not. I know he's not. That's why I started laughing Great as soon as dude. I saw it. But he's, he's insane. Dave. <laughs> OK. Now, when I watch Chase Young, it brings us back to the West Virginia Baylor game and what they do in the third quarter on third and five with 424 to go. You're like, I don't know. I don't know what they did, Charles. That's right. They ran the Statue of Liberty. And the other thing, when I think Chase Young, Dave, I think back to that Tennessee Vanderbilt game from 1977. <laughs> When Norm Sneed played quarterback and they had 214 to go, and what did Johnny Majors call? Fuck! <laughs> I don't fucking know! It's a big time, but he's such, dude, he's such a nice guy. <laughs> I was trying to tell Josh, but I knew you'd do it so much better. Yes. That's exactly every, what he does. Every time. He, t he quizzes you while you're doing the interview. But he, dude, like such a nice guy. He's like the teacher in math when you don't know the fucking answer. Ugh. He gives you about four seconds to answer, then he'll just move on. Yeah. Dude, and, but it's dead it. air. And you're like, fuck, stop doing that. Um, But Darren, at least, Darren does good shows. Like I said, he bored the shit out of me today. But uh, he'll, if I'm out tomorrow, I'll well, Now you got to give it a shot and see yeah, if he comes back. Let's see if he rallies. He'll be fine. Get rid of that deadweight Cronin at night. He'll be a lot better. <laughs> So, God, I can't wait to tomorrow night when they tell you the excitement of getting your own groceries and fucking bonds <laughs> and how they wipe down the carts. God damn, I hope I didn't give the whole show away. But then... Here's the one I don't understand on 1360. Why, why do they keep bringing AC on when he never has anything to talk about? I know yeah. why you normally bring him on. And if he had yeah. something to talk about, it makes sense. Right. But he has nothing. Nothing. Getting paid. That's it. But he will say, I don't know. And then he, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. Then why? Why would you bring him on? Nothing going on there. It's but crazy. Dave, then I made the mistake of I got bored with Darren. Yeah. Marty gave me a headache. So <laughs> I went to KFMB. Okay. I'm going to tell you this. Another guy I've never met in my life. How the fuck Mike Slater has a radio show is beyond me. Mike Slater has been on KFMB 
for years. I can't tell you. This guy was the most boring. I was fascinated at how boring he is. <laughs> no structure to a show. There's a structure to doing it. There's an art to talk radio. Darren, I'm fucking around. With. He does it great. Bennett Woods do it great. Um, whoever you go to on DeMaio's horse shit. But who else? I mean, Hannity, whether you like him or not, he, right? These yeah, there's guys a structure. All, there's a rhythm to it. This fucking Mike Slater was the worst I've ever heard. And you go, how the fuck is this asshole <laughs> on the radio today? Is he getting fired with the change? Oh, dude. He is he should, one of the guys he, that's been told you aren't coming back? You're just waiting for the move? He should be driving a fucking forklift at Lowe's. That guy has no business ever turning up how that fucker's working and chris merrill's not yes is beyond me yeah is absolutely beyond i was like dude are you trying to be this bad have you just thrown in the towel uh i was just like god you suck (laughs) like dude never met the guy probably a great dude i would just say you single-handedly yeah. Take the cake. Like, if anybody knows him, you could tell him. I have no problem. He could direct message me. I will tell him. I have a feeling you could take him if he didn't like it. Dude, I've never met you in my life. I can tell you without pounds. question, yeah. you you by far are the most boring guy in this market today. That is hilarious. By a mile. He's mornings? No, I just he said, on? you asshole. I wasn't it was listening. 1.30 in the Sorry, afternoon. Oh, 1.30. All right. the fuck would I be I thought morning? he was mornings because he did- uh, He was for a long time. Because he used to check in with them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to flip over and see that. Hear that one tomorrow. I think the only thing it takes right now to yeah. get a job is some other dumb fuck was on on the drive down tonight. I don't even know who it is. But if you can go on and do this act where you call it the Washington Slime and MSLSD, right? If you yeah. do all that, like that dumb fuck Ledger does. Graham Ledger, let me tell you this about Ledger. People did not like the fact that you said that Ledger was an okay guy. I got a lot of notes. That's more than we've had, I think, in a long time. Well, tell him to direct it to me. You don't need to send it to Dave, you fucking pussy. And I don't know if you saw some of these, but here's the deal. You forgot, because I remember when it happened, you were, you were super upset. Do you remember he punched uh, Phoebe? I don't know that that happened for sure. And that's what came in. It was like, wait yeah. a second. I don't and know I that said, that I'm... happened for sure. And that's always been the rumor. That how's that? We'll say allegedly hit Phoebe Chungchua. There was. But I remember I was working with you at the time, and we yeah. just started. You were super pissed about it. Absolutely. But I don't know what the true story is, and I we don't. I know what the allegations were, but I don't know her. I know him very, very, very casually, and to me, bringing that up, I don't know where they are if they move past. I don't know what happened. So, yeah, be really careful before you just start throwing things out. So. Yeah, I don't know enough about that story to say it. All I know is that in limited dealings I've had with him, he's fine. But I will also say that the guy who's now the voice of reason, like 10 years ago, was had a food truck at the fair trying to hype you on mini ravioli. <laughs> like, dude, whatever pays the bills is cool to me, right? But he was like the original... Chicken Charlie. Oh, my God. Chicken Ledger. <laughs> Chicken Ledger. But, yeah. But I think that's all you have to do right now. Yes. That's the game. The game is just go out and be over the top, right wing. Yes. Right everything. Because that's where the advertising dollars are. Yeah. 
go after CNN. I can't tell you. We had CNN on for two minutes tonight. I can't tell you the last time I watched CNN. But it's just, yeah, that's the game when you hear these guys. Which, old school, man. I worked for Roger. That's as Republican as it gets. Yeah. But it wasn't this shit. It wasn't circus radio. It wasn't a carnival wrestling radio. Don't you think a lot of that happened in the very late 90s, basically with Mike Savage, Laura Ingram, uh, yeah. Rush, you know, all that stuff. But Rush I used to run the board for in, in when Rush was killing it. Dude, it was a fun show. Whether you agreed with him politically or not, when I go back to what we talked about with Slater, the structure of the show was good. He he did a show. You didn't have to agree with him politically. Hedgecock did a great fucking show where it was just talk, and he would bring in Filner and all these other dopes, right? Uh, Pete Navarro and Golding and all these other local leaders. God, um, uh, mind blanket, dude. The guy I loved, um, Stevens. I think it was Charles. Steve, why am I mind blank? I don't know. Was which one you're on talking about. the city council for years. Uh, black gentleman with glasses, older, just as great as it got. And these guys just came in and they went back and forth and they did a show and Roger didn't agree and he didn't agree with what George Stevens. Okay. God, what a fucking great dude. And they would just go back and forth and it wasn't this. I mean, it just wasn't this bullshit that you hear now. I just hear it now. You go, God, it's just weak. Not even entertaining. It's boring. It's what sells. It's again. It's what yeah. ge- gets advertising. It's the way. It, the way it actually goes. Yeah. It's um. It, it, again, it's very interesting to see as we talked about Encinitas on yesterday's show, and to see that uh, it has gained more and more momentum in in different states. To see that all of a sudden, I I don't know. My my opinion is. I see that number of how many people have died in the United States. Yeah. And I go, look, I understand the whole old idea. Unless you, you see it, you don't believe it. Yeah. But you're seeing clips of well, families saying, my mother died, my my child died. There was a story tonight of uh, of a, what I was a nurse and, and a police officer who gave it to their kid and killed their kid. God damn. And so, I don't know. To me, it just seems kind of kind of crazy. You and I both said it yesterday until there's a vaccine and a test. 41,800 deaths Yeah, but in that, the U.S. But that's not a big deal. That's a big right? damn deal. Yeah, but you need to fucking be able to walk 101 again. Yeah, I mean, that's like filling up Petco Park. Dude, it is. Yeah. I, I don't know. Again, that's, that's just my thinking. But sometimes when I watch the news, I feel like I'm in the minority on that one. Look, I... I I'm a firm believer that I don't want you to tell me how to live my life, so yeah. I won't tell you how to live your life. Fuck, we'll make it easy. But don't make me sick, and it'll make my kids sick. Right. And, Dave, you and I have a friend. I, I think you're friends with her on Facebook. She's been a close friend of mine for 25 years in Atlanta, Rebecca. Yep. And on Facebook every night, one of her closest friends is now working as a nurse, front lines, yep. COVID-19, posting these unbelievable daily recaps of what it is like to be there on the front lines. Now, look, I get it. If people who work in the hospital wrote a daily blog, people die in the hospital every day. I I get that, right? Maybe we're just seeing more attention to it. But earlier today, from years ago, Dave and I have 
a radio agent. You need a radio agent if you're going to do anything. Yeah. And ours lives in New York City. And so I had probably a 20-minute conversation today with Heather just talking and getting caught up. And she has two young kids. And it's amazing to me, Dave, because I said, hey, tell me about New York City. And she laughed and she goes, let me sum it up this way. She said, I can't get a grapefruit in this town. She said, we really have been instructed. She goes, I've barely left the house in 37 days. And she goes, Jeff, I mean barely left the house. She goes, you go to Dave's twice a week? She goes, that's more than I've done in 37 days. She said, our nanny, who takes care of my kids, loves grapefruit. She goes, you you honestly can't get a grapefruit in New York City. And so she said, hey, if I was in San Diego, could I get a grapefruit? I go, yeah, I yeah. think you can. And I just sit there and I, I read what our friend Jasmine is posting every day. And I talk to Heather about what it, the impact in her city and what's going on with her neighbors and all the people that are impacted. And then I just look at how oblivious people in this city are. Not everybody, but uh, but people in this city. And it makes for good video at 5 o'clock. Yeah. I get it. And you just go, shit, man, I, I'm happy being on this side of the fence. I really am. I, I just, I don't know. Hey, more power to you. I mean, they're opening parks tomorrow. There's parks that are going to be open. And slowly but surely, I watched tonight on Channel 10, and they're talking about reopening businesses. Dave, I went into the, I mentioned this. This was the funniest shit of the day. I go into the sandwich shop today, and uh, I'm in line, and I forgot the mask, and you feel like a dick. Right? Yeah. You feel like you're just, you feel like, I'm not like that. I'm sorry. But then it's the lady behind me. Yeah. And the lady behind me has a mask on, but they have a big plastic wall up. And then the guy behind the counter has a mask on too. So I can hear her. And she says, I just want a small Pepsi. (laughs) And the guy says, uh, did you put an order in to go? She said, no, I just want a small Pepsi. What's your name? I'll see if your order's ready. And she stares at him and I'm watching it. I just need a small Pepsi. Did you say you need to order a sandwich? And you're like, holy Nobody shit. Nobody can understand because they got the fucking mask. Nobody can understand. It's like Charlie Brown's teacher talking to their family. <laughs> da, 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 da. And you're like, what the fuck? So did you relay the message since you're the one? No. Of the, you I, don't, I don't interfere in other people's business, Dave. I'm not nosy. Why would I do that? I just sat there and watched him like a ping pong match. <laughs> Let me see if your order's ready. What's your name? I just want a small Pepsi, please. <laughs> it fucking went for like three minutes. And I was just like, God dang. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. That's what I would just say. If you, uh, our friend Nina Detro, yeah. who we love to death, video of her tonight on social media telling her story. Man, for all these jerk-offs in Encinitas and Carlsbad that have lost their freedom, go fucking talk to Nina about what her month was like. And, yeah. if you, and, and she if you, lives up in that area. Del Mar. Yep. If you still want to go for it, hey, man, more power to you. Okay, so if parks open up, again, you and your kids used to go to parks all the time. You're, yeah. You're going to do, I'm guessing, the wait and see and see what is what happens in the next month 
to see if the numbers start to go up. Is that what you're going to do? No, I will tell you there's a park in La Mesa, and we go there. We didn't go tonight, but we go a couple of nights a week, and we go throw the football. But the only time we throw the football, uh, we're probably, my son Jack's probably 20 yards to my left. My son Cade's 20 yards in front of me. We're just kind of in a triangle yeah. formation, and we just play catch amongst the three of us. But we're usually the only three guys there because usually we go at about 6.30 at night. And uh, we just throw the ball and stretch out for 20 minutes, and then they'll play a little. So they aren't touching the playground stuff. No, not on the playground at all. But luckily, Dave, they're, they're kind of out of the playground. I'm incredibly thankful they're not five or six anymore because that would be tough. But – um. Yeah, I mean, we, we can't – I mean, we love Mission Bay. Yeah. But the Bay's staying closed. Okay. We'll go when it's open. We're not going to fucking burn down the – you know, we're not going to burn down SeaWorld. We're not going to call yeah. Chris Sello and ask him to <laughs> get a U-Haul and blow anything up. We're okay. We'll make it work. And then uh, when we're good to go, we'll be good to go. Yeah. But I find it fascinating that they're not going to announce which parks are open until tomorrow. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's funny. I didn't know that. I am interested to see what happens. If someone's willing to step up and be the guinea pig, let's go and see what happens here. I like tonight, and I didn't bring my phone in. Look, here's the only thing that I truly appreciate. Yeah. Is it feels like the anxiety and the tensions of the city have encouraged a lot of you to start kicking the shit out of Steve Woods. (laughs) And I tell you what. And maybe it's just because I have a little bit of cabin fever. Yeah. But I feel like a few of you are starting to impose on mine and Dave's territory. (laughs) He's our bitch. (laughs) He's not everybody's bitch. I've watched two guys. I don't even know what that shithead had said. Steve said something. I know what it was. Again, like I said yesterday, he's the Chuck Todd of Solana Beach. So he's got a comment on him and Bernie Wilson. Yeah. They got to comment on everything. So these circle jerk going on in Encinitas. And then these two random guys just start kicking the shit out of Steve. And they basically are calling him a bitch. (laughs) But this was the thing that I love, Dave. This was the thing that I knew. I said, no matter what Dave and I have said about him over the last two years, this will be the thing tonight. Steve won't sleep all night thinking about his response. Because the guy wrote, and he was like, Padre fan 90 He's way too fucking sensitive for baseball. There's no way he could play on my team. <laughs> and I said, oh, shit. The shit just got real right now. He just, called, he just told Steve, you're too much of a crybaby. Yeah. You're too sensitive, and you can't sit on our bench. Yeah. He kicked you off your team, Woods. <laughs> I've never said anything like that, ever. You show me respect, Woods. You owe me an apology. Dave's never done that. <laughs> I fucking Dave. I read that today. I go, you son of a bitch is hit. Look, if you want to rattle that kid's yeah. cage, start talking to him. Fuck anything you tell him about his radio show. Yeah. He doesn't care about anything like that. Fuck his shit. Tell him promote the so Pixies the other day, his fucking music shit. His wife kills him worse than we do. <laughs> on that but you start telling him dave you can't this guy couldn't make it on our team 
because he's too sensitive. Oh, oh my gosh. That's so great. That's so great. So I got to ask you, because we didn't talk a lot about it yesterday. Did you watch Last Dance? I did. I saw you on there today. <laughs> the 24-minute mark of episode two. I go, holy fuck. That is funny as shit. I tweeted it. And you, like, every time. I thought between me looking the opposite direction on the picture we talked yeah. about yesterday and then seeing you tonight when Michael Jordan's right directly to your right and you're just looking straight ahead, completely uninterested. <laughs> no, that's not true. It's though. exactly true. Well, that the might photo be, proves I it. I might not be looking at him, but I'm telling you, completely interested in Michael Jordan. It, and more than any athlete I ever spoke to. He was just different than everybody else. Well, that was the thing going back to Darren's show. He didn't like the first two episodes. How could you not? Everybody loved it. It was about soccer. Everybody, <laughs> everybody loved it. I thought it was My wife, who doesn't like sports at all, watched it and loved it. Yes. Was it Ozark season three? <laughs> no. And, and to Darren's credit, he was saying it felt like the first two were getting us ramped up. And yeah. he goes, I'm really excited to see what happens from six through 10. He goes, they just kind of felt like this was the introduction. Fair enough. I got it. Well, he knows that he knows what happened. I mean, that he grew up in that. Time. Well, that's he what was, he said. They beat the yeah. shit out of his Knicks every day. Yeah, but so, yeah. I mean, it, here's the deal for all the kids who never saw him really play. Mm -hmm. My, my kids never really saw him play. They know the stories and they know the yep. shoes and they hear everyone else talk about him. But this was, uh, and, and they did a great job because I thought it was just going to be the 98 season. And I was like, fuck, who gives a shit about some highlight video for 10 episodes? Right. But they're telling the story what got right. them to hear. I thought they've done an outstanding job. I thought, I think the Jerry Krause storyline to me is amazing. Yeah. And the idea that Jerry Reinsdorf is sitting there. And what I want to know is if in any of the remaining eight episodes... Jerry Reinsdorf determines I sided with the wrong guy. Wow. I should have ran fucking Jerry Krause out of here instead of letting him run Phil Jackson out of here. Oh, hey, man, I haven't watched it. <laughs> uh, that's is, what is, I want to know. Is there any part of you that feels bad for Jerry Krause? Oh, fuck no. What a little shit. I love that they're rattling... They rattled him in front of me. I mean, again, when yeah. they would come, they did it in every city. And when yeah. that game that you saw when they played the Clippers, I saw yeah. them rip the shit out of that little guy. Yeah, they hated his guts. He, Pippen he hated him. He died, by the way, in 2017. Yeah, you know. But here's a guy that we're going to watch ten episodes. Of, yeah, um, this is the target of a dead guy. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> dude, that's kind of. Hey, let me tell you something, David. <laughs> let me tell you something about little stocky general managers. Okay. We, hey, fuck, Jerry Krause and I are running a hell of a fantasy football league up here. And we don't need any shit from you or your partner over there. We ran that shit. You referred to us as Mr. Butler and Mr. Jerry, if you had the fucking chance. Um, I, no, Dave, I watched that and you go, like, you remember... Look, at that time, I'm a casual NBA fan, but of course yeah. you're enjoying... I mean, I was watching the Lakers, but you're seeing the Bulls, right? Jordan was a different level. Judd Bushler and I went to school together at Earl Warren. Yeah. So that was kind of a fun angle to watch. But Luke Longley? Bill Cartwright? Cartwright. Uh, Cartwright. Uh, Luke Longley, people always rip Luke. He was uh, on the 84 Olympic team with Jordan. He was an Olympic athlete. He was really good. Uh, 
but was he on not the, not Luke Longley? I'm sorry. I'm th- I was thinking of Joe Klein. Joe you, Klein you, was the next you're, guy you're, I was going to say. You're, you're right. Luke Longley. No, Luke Longley was not. Yeah. Sorry, I completely uh, turned that away. Yeah, Luke Longley on that team, number thirteen. But you played were, against the Aztecs in college. Yeah. yeah. Fucking former Timberwolves. Yeah. Stiff. <laughs> stiff. He was a stiff. He was Andrew Bogut. Yes, but um, I remember that. You go, okay, Jordan Pippen, the yeah. whole thing. But to me, I love. Like I'll say this through the first two episodes, what I was shocked by yeah. is I felt like there was, I saw a lot more of other guys. I saw more of the Pippen family than I felt I saw of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like this was hyped to be the behind the scenes Michael Jordan documentary. Well, to this point, it's been about the Bulls, the organization with Michael, but I love a good story. Yeah. And to me, you're seeing that this is going to tell you how egos, and it may have been Steve Kerr said in one of them, man, Jerry Krause was a bright guy, and he couldn't get out of his own way. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I, I just, alive or dead, man. That's why we fuck with Butler. Butler was a dick. He I, was. He was a dick. I didn't know Jerry Krause, but when you look at the resentment yeah. that those guys have, I'd much rather have them tell the truth. And I'm and, with you. I mean, there's a reason why... Yeah. It fell apart, right? Yeah. After six championships is a reason why it came to an end, and it was him. And then I love tonight that Tim Floyd shooting his fucking mouth off that that uh, Reinsdorf wanted him after the 95-96 season. Are you in the Hall of Fame, Tim? Dude, you got blown out so fucking fast because yeah. you sucked. You sucked at USC. Sit down, Tim. <laughs> right now. We will not tell you this again. I enjoyed it. I thought, yeah. it was, thought it was really, really good. I thought it came at the right time for ESPN. Yeah, man, I'm I'm hyped. I mean, I haven't watched Survivor. Yeah. I got nine survivors on my fucking DVR. <laughs> Kimmel, who wants to be a millionaire? You look, you got all this stupid shit on your DVR. Yeah. Uh, I told you, I go, yeah, let's do another show on Monday night and just to fucking talk about what we saw. Yeah, no, I thought it was done really well. Really surprised that, you know, Darren, who who worked at ESPN probably around during that time, I imagine, says, I've, I've seen him. As you said, he was a Knicks fan. His only guy I heard said anything negative. It was trending like crazy on every social media platform yesterday. And, if, and again, in fairness to Darren, what he said was... But he had nothing to talk about today. Right, he had nothing. Sleepy Darren Smith. Sleepy Darren Smith. Big Darren Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he just said... And, and look, if you're a really hardcore NBA fan, yeah. which he may be, I, I don't know that you got a lot of sizzle in episodes one and two. I think the point that he was making was... Okay, I feel like one and two were laying the groundwork. And as we get into three, four, and probably from five to ten, yeah. they're really going to put together. That's what he was saying. He was just saying, I don't know that when all ten are done, yeah. that the takeaway is going to be from episodes one and two. Yeah, And I think he's right. But, yeah, there was, you know, I mean, Dave, you just watched Ozark. Did you feel like in season one, two, or three that your takeaway came in episode one or two. Fuck no. By season three, in the first two episodes, you were saying the same thing. And I, um, Darren, maybe at some point made this analogy. Both shows are 10 episodes. Episode one and two of Ozark, I 100% would have understood if Darren made this analogy. One and two of Ozark in any of the seasons feel very much like one and two of The Last Dance. 
where you go, okay, they're getting me set up. Oh, I, lo- I loved it. I loved episode, uh, season one and season two of Ozark. I mean, I was no, hooked right away. But you're missing the point. My point is what you saw in episode one and two sets you up for what was going to happen. The impactful things didn't happen necessarily in episodes one and two. They started to happen in five through ten, and that's when the the – you know, the gas pedal went down and shit really started to amp up. The groundwork set for the first two, they're all great. But then when you get to five, you're like, oh, shit. Now I got to watch six. Now I got to watch seven, eight. What the fuck's going to happen? I think that was the point. I'm not defending Darren at all. I think he's a jackass. I think he's 100% wrong on this. Ozark, and I, and I can't give the show away. Fucking it got Do me it. in the first 10 minutes. Do it. In the first 10 minutes when his Give wife's getting fucked by another guy and you his partner gets the, killed. What the fuck? I'm what hooked. are you doing? I don't care. I, I, Darren got me say fired spoiler? up. <laughs> what are you giving shit by away the way, for? Here's, yeah. my, here's my mother. Because you and I love Ozark. Yeah. I tell her, you want to watch something, you got to watch Ozark. Friday, she starts it, calls me today, I finished it. 30 episodes or whatever. Know what she says? Not so sure I liked it. It seemed like a lot of things weren't just weren't realistic. And I said, what the fuck? Why can't you just fall into a show? I can't yeah. like the person that watches The Wizard of Oz and goes, I'm yeah. not into flying monkeys. Right. It doesn't seem realistic. Right. I hate, she goes, I hated that fucking movie. And I was like, I got to go. I go, I can't ever win. You watched all 30 yeah. in three days. Yeah. But you don't like the show? She'd watch Talladega Nights and say it made me uncomfortable <laughs> when two guys Dude, were kissing. 100%. That's what she would do. God damn it, Ruth. <laughs> Ruthie. How many chances do we have to give you? Um, I just want to stay. I'm glad you liked it. Let me ask. Oh, I you. did. I I thought it was really. Do you think your funny. boys would like it? Um, I don't think they'd care. Really? No, because they don't know. Look, they know Steve Kerr. Yeah. As coach of the Warriors. Yeah. No, I. Who gives wow. a fuck what Jerry Reinsdorf? No, thinks, no, no. I mean, know? a chance to see what is it that made Michael Jordan great about his dedication to. Here's a guy who things didn't go his way his first two years in high school, but yet decided, hey, I'm going to throw everything I have into this. I mean, if when you were 12, did you want to watch stories about the 1970 Baltimore Colts? Learn no, all about no, Mike Curtis? I, I didn't, but you know what? Media is different now. I mean, is that, you know, if you watch yeah. clips of the first Monday Night Football game, it looks terrible. But as far as, I, again, I like a good story. And if I like basketball and I've heard Michael Jordan, if it was on Wilt Chamberlain, yeah, I would have watched. So I'll, I'll tell you, um, I saw a thing the other day. My son is really into the Warriors, but he's been into them for five years. Yeah. Like he just, Steph Curry's his guy and it's been his guy. So the other day I see this ad on social media to answer your question about this book that a guy who's written about the Warriors. And while it's not a 10-part documentary, it's kind of the same thing, Dave, where he covers the complete timeline with Joe Lacobe and how he built this dynasty to when they brought in Kevin Durant, the building of the Chase Center, and then, very similar, how egos cost everything to fall apart. Yeah. And injury. And so I said to my son, Jack, I go, hey, man, look, I'm kind of fascinated because the guy who wrote it was there every day, covered it. Yeah. It was a guy who had a um, abrasive relationship with the team. I interested in the book. And he goes, I said, we can do one of two things. Well, I can uh, buy the book tonight 
You'll have it in two days, but I don't want it to sit on the shelf for three years because then I'm out 25 bucks. <laughs> or I said, or if you want, like, but if you tell me, hey, dad, I want to read it. That's my team and I want to yeah. know everything. I'll fucking get it for you tonight. Or I said, or if you want, we can wait and whenever we can get back into Barnes and Noble, I'll find you a big, comfortable chair, get the book, read chapter one. And if it's something you want, I'll buy it for you right then. He didn't blink, Dave. He goes, yeah, let's wait. Yeah. Wait to see. And I go, do you have a Kindle? They're like, do you have Kindle on your tablet? He has a tablet that they play games and watch Ric Flair videos. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I go, do you have the Kindle app? He goes, no. I said, okay, download the Kindle app. You can read chapter one. He goes, all right, cool. I'll let you know. And I got there the next He didn't say shit. So, I mean, that's his team. Yeah. So, now, I don't know. That's funny. When I was his age, I was reading everything I could on the Lakers and Magic Johnson. You and me both. Yeah. 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 But I just fucking bought, uh, god damn, like just weird shit that you buy, right? Yeah. We were watching, because through Roku, we've got YouTube TV, but then you also have the YouTube app, which yeah. is kind of fun because... You're watching it on your 55-inch screen like you're watching any other game. And yeah. we started watching Super Bowl 18. It's the, I mean... Greatest Super Bowl ever. Yeah, I've had five teams win championships, yeah. right? It started the Raiders, that Raider team that beat the Redskins, was the first team that I've ever cheered for that actually won Yeah. after the Vikes win 0-4. Then the Twins in 87 and 91... And the Kings in 2012 and 14. Uh, USC, but but I'm talking yeah. major. And so we're watching, and I went online, Dave, on eBay, and I bought for 15 bucks. I got the Super Bowl program from that one. Yeah. And the guy threw in the sporting news that covered it. Now, you'll be the only guy that'll laugh at this. It's in my trunk. I'll yeah. show you. I think I have it. I think I have both those. Yeah. Still, like, I didn't throw them out. Well, the sporting news that I have is better than yours. You know why? You gotta think I'm lying. <laughs> I look at this thing that shows up for fifteen bucks. You know who it belonged to? Who? Pete Arbogast. No way. From USC. That's hilarious. Like, how what the fuck am I doing with Pete Arbogast sporting news? But like that shit where I go, hey man, you want like we would get everything. You would get the the DVD. Or, I mean, I got the two Kings championship DVD. Where the fuck am I ever going to watch those? <laughs> they don't give a shit. It's just different, Dave. Yeah. They just don't, they don't, they still love their team. Do you remember when you were a kid in school and you you could buy books for like insanely yes. cheap? I had a Fran Tarkenton biography. It cost yeah. me like 19 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think they were even, I think they it was were like, like eight pages. Yeah. I remember I always got the football books. They were kind of thick, but there was four guys on the front. Remember? They yes. were they were set up. It was like Russ Francis's story. <laughs> yes. You know, it was it was like Franco Harris's story. And you just yeah. pay, you just go through it. Yeah, go through it. There'd be yeah. Lynn Swan. Yeah. And then there'd be like uh Yeah, like your Russ Francis call. That's good. And then who would be Howard Cosell had a complete crush on Russ Francis. Yeah. The way he used to talk about him was creepy. Uh former <laughs> The only thing I knew about Russ Francis was that he would come to Minneapolis every year in the offseason because he was an AWA wrestler. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He'd smack the shit out of him. <laughs> um, but that'd be like Steve Bartkowski, yeah. right? Yeah. Golden Richards. Yeah. 
one of those. Remember Barkowski used to do those commercials where he'd give you the free Jesus book? No. He'd be one of those guys that would be doing commercials, and if you want it right now, God's word, I'll send it to you for free. And it, it, Yeah. He was well, super was religious. Nice and it was, <laughs> that was nice of him to do that. <laughs> Dude, I saw a thing jumping around. I saw a thing today on, it was greatest football signs of all time. Yeah. It was a guy at a Steelers game dressed completely as Jesus, and big sign says, my dad says run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Are you watching any of these Peyton places at all? No, I haven't seen anything. They're all they're re- on ESPN Plus, they, right? Well, they ran them on regular TV the last couple of days. But th- when they run them on ESPN, they only show you like five no, minutes. No, 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 no. They're running the full 30 minutes. Okay, because they You'll kept showing 10 of them, and then they'd yeah. be like, for more, Trey no. Wingo would jump in. You'll love it. They go to Jim Nance's house with Tom yeah. Brady. You'd love all that shit. But okay. the, the one I saw today, and you got to watch it. Where is, are they? Where are they running? Just it? regular ESPN. They ran okay. They ran all of them yesterday, and they ran them again today. And, and I was thinking Jeff would love this, especially when he's with Roger Staubach in the Minnesota Vikings game. The Fuck name, right him. Game. It is, it is so fucking great when he breaks down the last play. It's and, complete. They admit it, right? Well, he he, he says it tongue-in-cheek, like, you know, yeah. something happened there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, but here's what's funny. I've seen the clip a million times because of you and my buddy Brian. And Paul Huge Bain. Viking fans. And Paul. But, yeah, Paul's a Cowboys guy, isn't he? Yeah, of yes. course. So, but you and, and Brian cheater. are huge Viking, <laughs> huge Viking fans. And I always thought... There was a flag thrown on the plate. That was a piece of fruit. Right when the when yeah. Staubach's throwing the ball, some Vikings fan just guns a goddamn orange right at him. I think either that game or another game is when the ref got laid out. It was that met. He got they hit, fucking had it coming with a whiskey bottle. Fuck took, yeah! Took it right in the fucking right head. Right in the get up. And they wrapped him up with so much gauze. gauze. It was <laughs> insane. But the play, Roger Stavak broke this down. It cracked me up. Right, the play before the hail mary calls an out pattern. Yeah. And a Viking security guard one, Drew Pearson catches that one, walks over and kicks him while he's laying down. <laughs> Wearing the full Viking security just kicks him. Well, I don't endorse that. That was funny as shit. I go, I, I'm not going to say anything more, but I was like, these are right up your fucking alley. You'll I, love it. That guy's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, look, at least when Brian Cashman came to town yeah. for Kevin Tower's uh, funeral, he had the class and dignity to admit that Richie Garcia blew the call. Yeah. And it's just, you knew the audience, right? He was great. It was good. Um. But yeah, Vaden and I have gone back and forth on that play for years. Oh my gosh, that, that horrible! That that, that is not, that, that was the game that put the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Was that for yeah. the Super Bowl? Wow! But I think they lost, right? Vikings lose. No, I know. Well, yeah. I know the Vikings yeah. lost, but I'm saying didn't the Cowboys lose to the Steelers that year? They probably did. Super Bowl ten. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the Vikes realistically they lost to the Falcons when Gary Anderson, that shithead, couldn't kick a field goal. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know how the Vikes do against that Elway Bronco team. The Falcons were fucked up because Eugene Robinson got arrested the night before yeah. for trying to get jerked off in the parking lot, right? For nine bucks. Yeah, they could you say? Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> uh, like um, uh, Barrett Robbins. Yeah. Same shit. Oh my gosh. So I don't know, man. There are a couple of Vikes games that cost them, but then the team that beat them just went and got the shit beat yeah. out of them in the Super Bowl. So. Um, yeah, we're not as bad as my buddy Steve's Bills being 0-4, the Vikes 0-4. When you look back at those games, the the game that they lost to the Steelers was like, it was only like a 10-point difference. Yeah. Like, I feel like as a kid, they got run off the, 
think the Raiders ran the score up a little bit. Like I feel like the Raiders yeah. game. I I can't remember the score of the Chiefs game, but I don't feel like the Dolphins ran them out either. I mean, they're zero and four. I I can't. I don't. I could look it up for you, but it's it's funny is that you said the Steelers Vikings Super Bowl. Yeah. Was played in New Orleans, but it yeah. was outdoors. Yeah, Tulane Stadium. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's kind of crazy when you look at how some of these things have, have worked. But that game for me as a kid, when you had Mean Joe Green and Jack Lambert and Donnie... Donnie Shell. Donnie Shell. Dude, it felt like it felt like a prison team yeah. playing against a goddamn church team. Like It just looked like the Steelers... We're going to beat the shit out of the Vikes on every play. Chiefs won 23-7 over the Vikings. All right. That's a pretty good whooping. Steelers won 16-6 over the Vikings. That's Okay. So, yeah. Raiders won 32-14 over the Vikings. That's a pretty good whooping. And where the fuck's Miami? Miami won 24-7 over the Vikings. Yeah. All right. So, other than the Steelers, yeah. Yeah. They got, yeah, just uh, it's crazy, man. It, it, is, it is funny to look at some how the NFL has grown. That game where they played Miami was playing at Rice Stadium. A Rice Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was Rice Stadium. And then when uh, Tulane, though, is, is where they've had Super Bowls as well, where uh, the, the, the Cowboys played the Dolphins the year before. Yeah, I think that's where um, Tom, Z- Tom Dempsey, below sea level, kicked the 63-yard yeah. field goal. Like, that's pretty amazing. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Minnesota was Tulane Stadium also. Okay. Yeah. That's I knew it. one of them was. That's uh, yeah. It's, it's God. It's funny, man. You see, so, you know, some of these Super Bowls. Even the one you were just talking about, Super Bowl eighteen, was the old Tampa Stadium. Yeah, you know, was yeah. the old Tampa one. Well, you can go, like I said, Dave. You can go and watch. I don't know how guys do it, man. Whatever. I I just I just am thankful they do it. You watch that full fucking game. Yeah. And I know NFL Network, but I mean, you're watching Summerall and. Madden when he first gets going and it's it's great yep like you're watching these teams and it's I mean for me as a Raider fan Jim Plunkett Marcus Allen right but my favorite player of all time Van McElroy Mike Davis making plays Lester Hayes Mike Haynes Howie Long Alzado that was great Fucking Matt Millen looks yeah. like he's about fifteen, <laughs> and they just run. Uh, they just run Joe Theismann right into the ground. Yeah, they did. It was. It was. It was. It was awesome. If you talk to Costell, tell you the same thing. One of the greatest days of his life. Yeah, thirty-eight to nine. Yeah. yeah, crushed him. It was really, really good. All right, do you want to save this for Wednesday when I ask you your 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 nine greatest or your best baseball players? Yeah, we'll save it for. Okay. Uh, we'll save it. All right, so I got a list for you though. A good stayer goes, and I got okay. yeah again coming up. Um, how old are they? How much are they worth today? Cool. But I want to thank Dan Williams again. Dan Williams is a guy to help you right now in this financial situation. Right now, it is a financial crisis. So many people aren't sure what to do. If you're in the stock market, you might be freaking out. If you lost your job, you're freaking out. If you're getting help from the government right now, at the same time, you might be looking to buy a house. Dan wants to help get you out of the rental market and get you into your own property. Make sure you call Dan Williams. Dan can help you with every question financially out there. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Such an important number to have. Heard a stat today on KFI that said... Close to 50% of Los Angeles is currently unemployed. Wow. And if that's when you need to know, what am I going to do financially overall? And that's why Dan's number is so important. Look, hopefully we're all setting up to buy a house, right? But 
for right now, whether it was the stimulus check or severance pay or what you're doing with unemployment, how to make ends meet, that's why you got to give them a call. 858-688-6813. Ultimately, we're building for the bigger picture. But for right now, is it credit card debt? Is it car payment? What kind of defer? What should I hold on to? 858-688-6813. Also, don't forget about Brian Curry. Brian Curry right now is still working. He is finding properties all over San Diego County. Think about the places you want to live. Where's the place for your next home? You see houses for sale. They're going very, very fast. He sends me stuff every day, and you'll see on the market for zero days. It is gone wow. the next day. Now's the time to figure out what you're doing in the real estate market. Call Brian Curry with any question you might have at 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Yeah, that number is so important, 619-251-1588, because maybe this is the time. Maybe it just feels like all of us have hit a big reset button, and maybe you're lucky and you have put some things in order like I have, and now you look ahead and you go, hey, I may be able to, if there's any kind of positive that comes out of this, is maybe, I, I never look for anybody else's negative. I don't want to do that. But if you're able to get your situation in line, you go, hey, I've got some money in place, and my job's okay, and I want to buy. Um, nobody better than Brian to do that. Or if you're somebody who says, you know what, man? I want to get the fuck out of California. And I'm going to move to Nova Scotia <laughs> and I'm going to raise uh, Mount Lions and I'm going to be the Joe Exotic of Canada. But you're going to need somebody to help you sell that house. That's why I give Brian a call. And like Dave said, maybe you're in that situation where you said, hey, I've been waiting to move the house. Well, goddamn, if it's on and off the market in less than a few days. Yeah. Nobody can help you do that more than Brian. They're going very, very fast. Taylor made pools right now. Alan Taylor standing by. Can build your perfect pool. He's doing it for a friend of mine right now. Alan Taylor is still working through this whole situation. Again, your perfect pool is around the corner. The weather is going to be really warm. It's going to get up to 90 degrees this weekend. No kidding. It's wow. going to get warm. You're going to wish you had that pool from Taylor Bay Pools. If you do have a pool already, but it's not in complete working condition, Alan Taylor can help you out there as well. More than 20 years in San Diego. 619 619- Four four nine four four five two six one nine four four nine four four five two. Well, when you hear that things are being extended out, the stay at home, sure the parks are going to open, but Dave just said it's going to be ninety degrees this weekend. Friends are already talking about hey, getting the barbecue out, doing those kind of things. And look, I think the one thing that we've done, whether we like it or not, is you've had a lot of quality time with your family. For me. The greatest time I have is the time I have with my sons. But I've told you, because of my current situation, man, we're renting hotels and getting out of town just to do things like that. If you had the benefit of having a tailor-made pool and they can come over and do the homework in the backyard and then break it up, uh, you're good to go. And right now, for the first 40 people that order, Alan's got an unbelievable deal, Dave. Hear me out. Okay. He has worked with some of the finest vendors across the world, not only from Colombia, Bulgaria, but also from Canada, his home country, from right there in Saskatchewan. The first 40 people that order a tailor-made pool, your pool will not be filled with the standard chlorine blend water. Alan has made a deal. He's going to fill every one of your pools with hand sanitizer. <laughs> 
So, look, it burns a little bit. But you'll get used to it, and you'll get out of there, and you'll be completely germ-free. I like it. Uh, we're trying to work on the uh, – we're just kind of adjusting the levels a little bit right now. We had some testing going on over the weekend, and there was a lot of uh, unsolicited crying. But we're working through that. But, yeah, the first 40 people, your pool, all you got to do is mention the code word, Dave, <laughs> and that pool will be filled with hand sanitizer. <laughs> we'll keep you nice and clean and healthy. Uh, we don't recommend letting the dog jump in. No, please. And finally, don't forget about that perfect website. You need that website for your business. You're thinking about starting your own business. You have your own business already, and you're saying, you know what? We aren't getting the traction we need. We're not getting the traction we Come need. Come on. Kyle Fluger is waiting to help you out. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. If you go to the DaveAndJeffShow.com website right now and you go to the yep. blog section, click on, uh, you'll see my NFL draft, my mock draft for Thursday. If you can beat me, I will give you a Dave and Jeff t-shirt. I'll mail cool. it right to you. And so that's all you got to do. You got to beat me. And the only reason I wrote it out was I know I'll beat Mel Kuyper. Fuck, don't mail shit. Just lay them out on the curb and have people drive by and pick them up. Okay. Don't go to the post office. <laughs> I tell you what, you beat Dave, come on by, we'll give you a shirt, and then we're going to start chucking eggs at you. And we'll see if you can get out of the cul-de-sac without needing a car wipe. Yeah, what do you go to the post office for? Fuck it. We'll, uh, I, we'll see how smart guys are. We'll see how uh, it all goes. Right. Go there. Uh, I love the look of our site. You will, too. DaveAndJeffShow.com. Boy, I feel like a lot of us, right, when you're home and you're working from home, yeah. you're looking things up. How many of you have done the same thing where you go, oh, I got to check uh, ABC and corporate. Whoa. What the fuck design this? Please. <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh, yeah, let Kyle help you out. All right, here we go. All right, I'm ready. April 20th. The famous 420 day. We have a few of them for you right here. We're going to start off with Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. Um, she's not the old lady from King Kong. Everybody's oh, okay. all American. Yeah, I'd still. Yeah, yeah I'd throw her one too. Yeah, I thought you meant Jessica Tandy. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm not taking her no, down again. No. I did that once behind a shanty in Cardiff. Um, Jessica Lang. I think, unfortunately, is going to be older than I would have expected. I'm going to say she's 68. Older than that. 77? 71. All right. Oh, sorry. I'll split the difference. How much is she worth? Hmm. 30 million? 15 million. Perfect. <laughs> Let's go to Robbins Brothers. I'll get her a ring tonight. Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. Not quite as sassy as your friend Nicole posting pictures of her ass. The I other know. Day. You see that? How about that? Yeah, I saw like by Dave Palais immediately. I saw you fucking. Was that before or after Mark Sweeney? Uh, you were first. <laughs> they got a big fucking shock over there. Uh, Carmen Electra, 40? 48. No way. Yeah, 48. Wow. Yeah. How much is she worth? Well, she hasn't done anything. More than I thought. I'll just say that. Ten million. Sixteen. For what? Looking hot. I have no idea. Yeah, no, I'll give her that. But she seems likable. Here we go. Joey Lawrence. <laughs> Joey Lawrence. <laughs> I was putting him on Dead or Alive the other day. Oh, that's funny. Joey Lawrence, fuck. Is he fifty? Forty four. Oh shit. Sorry. Sorry, JL. 
How much is he worth? Uh, four million. No, a lot less. Hundred grand. Four hundred grand. Fuck. And here we here we go. I got two more for you on this one. Luke okay. Keekley just retired. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, twenty-eight. Twenty-nine. Okay. How much is he worth? Uh, fifteen million. Twenty-five. Good for him. Here's one of your favorite guys. Okay. He's dead though. Luther Vandross. Oh, dude, the best. The best. Fuck. I'll say he would have been uh, 64. 69. No shit. Yeah. Died in 2005. Is that 15 fucking years ago? Yeah. Dude, I saw him. Wow. What a fucking show. Do you see uh, Thin Luther or Fat Luther? I saw him both. I saw him. Uh, <laughs> I think I saw him close to five times. Well, not, Is I that think right? I, yeah, I think I saw, wow. him, saw him here, but I saw him in London. In the round at Royal Albert Hall, or at uh, Hammersmith Odeon. Okay. Holy shit. And when I you told heard, you. When you heard him in person, did you say this guy's the best voice for a male yeah. singer oh, I've ever dude, heard? Yeah, dude, insane. Wow. His whole fucking show was so good. And then I saw him at Wembley. Now, there's a DVD of the Wembley show, but he had been there for a couple of, I don't think, I've looked at that DVD of him at doing that show. I don't think I was at that one, but holy fuck. Dude, he was great, yeah. man. Um, I don't know how many of those songs he wrote. So, but I mean, you know, Dave, as a, uh, like, I, I, I remember when this song came out, when the song dance with my father. Yeah. And I remember when that song came out, I was like, well, this song's shit. <laughs> and, and then, uh, right. I mean, like compared to never too much yeah. and, and everything that he did. Yeah. And then, dude, you become a parent. You go, oh, my God. The song's amazing, right? Because it's all, yeah. But I'm single. Fucking chicks at the liquor store. What I know? Like, this song, come on, Luther. That's so funny. This song's shit. What are you dancing with your dad for? Then you hear it. You're like, oh, as a parent. You're like, it's pretty good. Oh, that is uh, worse. I'm going to say he was worth $24 million. He was worth $30 million. Yeah. Dude, unbelievable concert yeah he was great he did a song i'm looking at my phone now and i can't find it but he did a song again i'm amazed by anybody that has that uh that has yeah. that voice i mean because i sure as hell can't sing i won't even sing to myself yeah um he did a song with beyonce uh, before he died that was ridiculous because they both have great voices yeah um all right here we go a little stay or goes the okay. first one right here was actually uh sent to me through an email to ask you okay l mcpherson cindy crawford oh shit Love them both. Cindy Crawford stays. Cindy Crawford says, that's funny. I'd go the other way around. I think I'd go L. Dude, I'm telling you, Cindy Crawford to me, look, I think L's cool, but I'm telling you, Cindy Crawford, it'd be just, I think she's the chick that's going to hang out and watch the game with you. And Yeah, I think so. I mean, the hottest chick on the planet. Yeah. Still looks great. Yeah, all right. both of them, though. That was not an easy choice. The next few here are all Baywatch editions. All right. Yasmin Bleeth, Jenna Lee Nolan. Uh, Yasmin Bleeth. Have you seen her lately? I haven't. I haven't seen so either bad. one of them. She looks so bad. Jenna Lee Nolan at one time gained a lot of weight, and they called her Jenna Lee Swollen. Which oh, was that's un- not. That wasn't nice. I don't like that. But she looks good. She's rebounded well. Yasmin Bleeth will make you run for, really? your, run for the car. Wow. Yeah, I don't she- know what happened there. Okay. <laughs> All right. There. <laughs> Erica Laniac or Allie Landry? Oh, Allie Landry. No doubt about it. 
What about when Erica was in Under Siege? She comes out of that cake. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, what the fuck happened? Wasn't Allie Landry the chick that was married to Mario yeah, Lopez for like a week? Oh, she, he cheated on her on the honeymoon. What the fuck? Yeah. How about that one? I, I can't endorse that. This one's going to be tough for you. Okay. Tracy Bingham. Yeah. Pam Anderson. Tracy Bingham. I knew you'd pick Tracy Bingham. All right, here we go. This will be a little bit tougher. For me, at least, it would be tougher. Carmen Electra, Pam Anderson. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, it's pretty good. Didn't Pam Anderson just marry that guy for like six days because she's yeah. broke? Yeah. Fuck, send so, her R Dan's number. Rick Solomon? No. Oh, God. Was she married to that guy, too? Yeah. I think she's been married. I got to look that shit up. I bet you she's been married like five times. I'll take Carmen Electra. Jesus, man. Would you? Yeah. Okay, I go on. now I got to look real quick. How many times do you think Pam Anderson's been married? Um, Tommy Lee. She married to that. No, no, she's married to. Now she's married to John Peters. That's the guy for like a week, but they're now they're separated. They're already done. Good God. Okay. He's he, like seventy-eight. Movie producer. Here we and go. And he owns part of the Dodgers or something. Wow. And he had to pay like two hundred grand to get her out of debt, and then she fucking hightailed out. And this one has her marrying Rick Solomon twice. Wow. Okay. And then Kid Rock from 2006 to 2007. Yeah. Tommy Lee from 95 to 98. God, I forgot about Kid Rock. Oh, yeah. I'll take Carmen Electra. All right. Here we go. Staying in San Diego, the last one of the night. Okay. Scott Kaplan, Darren Smith. Oh, I keep Kaplan in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because if Darren's bored, then you have to entertain him? Dude, yeah. Dude, uh, both of those dudes. Listen, I will say this, and I'll say it forever. Okay. Darren bored me to fucking tears today. I'm not going to lie to you. That being said, yeah. when my fucking life was spiraling out of control, yep. that fucking kid, Darren Smith, got on the phone, and at least one night, and I feel like two nights, we went to the high dive, but the second night we went to the high dive with fucking Woods is by far one of the greatest nights I've had exactly when I needed it. I will be loyal to that motherfucker to the end. He is. Kaplan didn't do shit. No, that's not true. I think Cap was supposed to be there too, but he couldn't. Cap was supposed to be. I can't fucking bust Cap's balls. Okay. I was going to. He was supposed to be there. You were going to be there, but you couldn't. But it ended up being so in fairness to Scott, he was going to be there. But, dude, I'm just telling you, when you hit fucking really are in a bad place, fucking Darren stepped up, Stevie Wood stepped up, you did, Cap's great, but I'll fucking be loyal to Darren forever because I fucking, dude, I laughed my ass off that night. Like, beyond belief how fucking funny that guy was. And we got hammered, <laughs> fucking hammered, to the point that he texted me. Yeah. I've told this story. We were so fucking hammered at the high dive when I needed to be that he sent me a text that said he was in jail in Tijuana and I didn't know if he was lying or not. I was like, I put the guy in a fucking lift and I go, I seriously don't know if he's lying or not. I just, I'm telling you, man, what he fucking did, just being a brother, uh, stepped up. I'll be loyal to that fucker forever. But, uh... 
Oh, shit. His wife's so fucking nice. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter. She's not going to be on the island with you. No, I know. But I'm like, if I feed him to the sharks, um, the Cap's got four kids. Yeah, at least Cap. Fuck. <clears throat> Which one of them? Kaplan's going to wear me the fuck out, <laughs> talking my ear off, trying to figure out how we do island radio, right? <laughs> I'm going to take Darren. Are you? Yeah, sorry, Cap. Because the one thing that Darren will figure out how to do, Darren won't do much on the island. He'll be kicking coconuts around, right? Thinking he's fucking Beckham. <laughs> but I tell you what. I tell you what about Darren. That fucking guy will figure out how to turn those coconuts into alcohol. He'll get us fucked up. <laughs> Kaplan will be telling me, if we run a wire... Across the volcano, we get uh, Rich Elrod in here, Dave. Oh, my God. Oh, my uh, God. That's so fucking funny. Who are you funny. keeping between those two? I'm keeping Kaplan, I think. I think Kaplan would keep me entertained. Yeah. I, mean, I think Darren would just stop talking. And I think I'd start to think I'd be better off just not having him here. How's that? But Kaplan will, Kaplan will never stop yeah, talking. Yeah, that's true. And you're going to think I might be better off if he wasn't here. But I don't have to talk to a fucking coconut and shit and pretend it's like Wilson. You know what I mean? At least he's making some kind of human noise. I think Darren would just disappear on the other side of the island. I never hear from him again. <laughs> well, not like Darren would get on my nerves. I just think no. it'd be like, fuck, is he even alive? Is he even here? And then I have to keep looking over my shoulder not knowing. Like, what the fuck's he doing? Never know what he's doing over there. <laughs> uh, uh, let me. Uh, is there anybody that you would take Steve Hartman over? Oh, Jesus, dude. Hartman or Costa? <laughs> oh, I'm keeping Costa in a second. Dude, holy <laughs> shit, dude. You might have just asked the best question of all time. Would Steve... Uh, I okay, I got it for you. Steve or Billy? Wardell. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Fuck! Which one of those two fucking maniacs? I probably got to keep Hartman. <laughs> Billy would kill me. Not physically; he would just drive me into my mind. What would Steve do? Same thing. He would just throw in random shit, telling me about 1942 Heisman Trophy winners. Tommy McDonald. Who's that fucking yeah. guy from the Eagles that Billy loved? Ah, uh, fuck. All right, I'll give you one more. That's a great question. That is hard. That's a hard one. God, Wait, I, here's another one for you, fuckface. Yeah. You going to keep Coach or you going to keep Saw? Oh, I'm keeping Coach. I don't trust Saw. Saw would kill me while I fell asleep. Saw would snuggle when you yeah, fell asleep. He probably would. Probably How you would. doing, Bubba? Yeah. Cold out here. How about a little rub and tug? No. <laughs> Saw or Steve? Keeping Hartman. Over Saw? Yeah. 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 I'm not listening to Saw. He'd complain the whole fucking time. He would. I am keeping Steve over Saw. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good at all. All right. I like this. Hang on. Let's keep this going. Um, all right. Steve or... <laughs> I never thought anybody would beat Steve, but Steve just beat two people for me. Yeah. Steve or former morning host at 105.7 John Nolan. Who, which one's John Nolan? Nolan did the show with Kim. How the fuck did you forget him? Oh, that guy? Yeah. Oh, I'm keeping him. But over Hart Steve? Yeah. Dude, I'm keeping Hartman over him. Hartman or Merrill? 
Oh, Meryl. Yeah? Yeah, in a second. Yeah. Meryl makes me laugh. Meryl does make you laugh. All right, let's see. Who else do we have? Oh, that's funny. Jagger or Christy? That's, I like both of them. That's funny. That's not that's the hard one because I like both of them. Yeah, they're both great. I got to go Christy. You're right. Come on. Yeah. fuck you doing? <laughs> I do. I like both of them a lot. They're both great people. Um, all right, here I'll give you one final one. All right, Jeff or Jer? Oh, I'm keeping Jeff. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but now he's religious. It's like being on the island with Steve Parkowski. Yeah, but you didn't know it before. Now you know it. Yeah, no, he's. Dude. I mean, you couldn't even say if you're with Jeff, fuck, when is someone going to find us? You yeah. couldn't even say that without him getting pissed off and lecturing you. Yeah, well, you can't fucking... Jerry's not going to let you fucking... Dude, here's the thing. You know this. I'm going to... I know I'm allergic to cats, and he probably has so much goddamn cat dander on his fucking clothes. I'd get sick. Being I'm going to be sitting in the fucking corner, Dave, and I'm going to be working... <laughs> you're whittling or you're starting to turn a fire? Okay. Making a spear... Okay. Because with my insane javelin skills, I'm going to try to kill that fucking water buffalo so we can eat. And Jerry's an animal guy. No, 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 no. That's true. I think these plants are good. That's fucking poison ivy, Jer. Uh, Little Tommy. Yeah. Or Hartman. Probably Little Tommy. You're out of your fucking mind. (laughs) Have you ever walked across the street with Hartman? It's hard yes, to walk across the street with them without you just going fucking find someone else to walk with. We walked all around San Francisco. Yeah, you guys stuck with him, him with me. Well, I got stuck with. We all got stuck with him. Yeah, I might have to. I take heard that. like three hours of how he skated through UCLA and never went to a class. <laughs> And you and Judd are just walking fast, trying and Mike, to create. And no, Mike trying to create separation. Fucking Mike, dude. Mike, can you imagine Mike fucking lived on that show? No, he knows he barely made it. With that fucking maniac screaming yeah. in his ear. Yeah. So who did you take, Steve or Billy? I took Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Steve won back to back. Steve yeah. won over Billy, and, and he won Hacksaw. over Hacksaw. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> all right. Uh, this that's wasn't it. fun at all. I give you Pam Anderson and Carmen Electro. Yeah. But uh, uh, Steve or Cap would win that one. You're taking Cap over oh, yeah. Steve, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Cap or Billy Ray? I'm going Cap. I'm going Cap. Billy Ray could snap your neck if he's in a bad mood. <laughs> if he's like we're in day three and he doesn't think there's any hope, yeah, he might just break my neck because he's just fucking pissed. Just turns into Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's true. <laughs> Think about it. PR could hurt you if you got mad. Dude, I know. I fucking thought about him today with Mike Curtis passing away. Bum me out. <laughs> That's right. Bum me out, man. That was his guy, dude. All right. Listen, all you fuckheads, stay safe. Uh, we will be back here Wednesday night Yep. with our intensive draft preview. Don't forget, Will Brinson will be on the show. Ian Fitzpatrick will be on that show. Daniel Jeremiah <laughs> will be on that show. Who else will we have on that show? Charles Davis. Charles and Dave, when you look at the third round, what the Titans do, it reminds you of 1974 when the Atlanta Falcons were on the clock. And what did they do with the pick? How the fuck do I know, Charles? All right, stay safe. We'll see you Wednesday. See ya.
Yeah.